0: Imagine if you went from feeling fine every day to feeling amazing. How would your life be different? Everyone has the ability to feel amazing again and again. You just need the right tools to get there. If you're ready to feel amazing, stick around. Now, here's the host of the I'm Not Fine Show with functional nutrition coach, Lizzie Ends. What's
1: up, what's up? Happy Friday, everyone. We are having another fap. Friday, we started this last week where we talked about Friday. I'm so glad I'm doing my show on Fridays because I get to talk about Fat Friday and ending the week strong, which is so fun. A lot of people look forward to Friday for that weekend, but I also like to look at Friday. What did we accomplish for the week? Did Did we accomplish what we wanted to? Did we follow through with the goals that we set out to achieve and if so, then it can feel really, really good on Friday. So really excited for today's show here. We're going to do a really, really uh, good deep dive on our liver and the importance of our liver health. But before we go into that, I want to remind you guys that my next group coaching program launches September 11th. So we're just a little over a week away from that. And this is a... uh Program, a 12 week program that I only offer a couple times a year, two to three times, it just really depends. But this is my last group for the year. And I love taking people through this 12 week program starting in September. And it takes you to through the end of the year pretty much. And so it's a really, really great way to set yourself up for success as you're going into the holidays and you have that support and you can feel amazing going through the holidays. You may even get to buy a new wardrobe, you know, and it allows you to get ahead of the game from everybody that is waiting until January for that new year's resolution. So that's one of my favorite parts about it is when my clients that go through this this 12-week program through the end of the year, they get to get ahead of the game and they get to feel amazing and have the support and the accountability throughout the holidays and then start their new year just feeling awesome. And they already have like a really, really good head start and they just continue on like what journey they had already been on instead of pushing everything off through the end of the year, going through the holidays, miserable, being sicker and maybe 10 pounds heavier because of the holidays that we all know that can happen. Um, and then starting feeling like you're having to start over in January. So with that being said, I limit this group to 10 women. And it's pretty in depth. We do your lab work, we do scans to really get to the root of your health problems and why it is that you're not seeing results. Why are you feeling the way that you are? Most people that come to me, they've gone to the doctor, they've done some lab work, they've been told, hey, everything is normal, we don't know what's wrong, or you're fine. And the clients that come to me are like, there's actually something really wrong, and I cannot get ahead of it. I don't know what it is. I'm not getting the help that I am. And so they come to me and we do that deep dive on their labs because most of the time, the labs that they got done at the doctor wasn't enough. It just wasn't enough to do that deep dive to really get a full picture. Because remember, let's say you have a thyroid problem. The thyroid problem is more than just a thyroid problem. We have to look at all the other components that affect the thyroid and why it's not functioning well in the first place. Why do you have hypothyroidism in the first place? When we get to the root of that and we start giving your body what it needs and start healing your body from those root cause issues, then the thyroid can actually start functioning and your metabolism, which Your thyroid is the fire and the fuel to your metabolism. Your metabolism can start firing properly again. And that's when you start feeling better. That's when you start losing the weight and being able to keep it off instead of yo-yoing as much. And and so that's that part of it. And then we go into uh, nutrition support, exercise support, accountability, mindset, habit, All of that is part of this package and you get to be part of a group where we work together every single week. We work together to help you propel forward, heal your body and get to your goal. So I know that was kind of long winded, but I really wanted to give you guys a deep dive on that, because if this is something that you're struggling with and you're like, I just need some help to figure out one, what is going on? To, to get on the right path to get yourself there, then I want you to uh, go to the show notes, grab that link in the show notes, and I want you to book a call with me because I do free consultations, and that allows me to really get to know what is going on with you and what do we need to do in order to help you. So if that's you, I want you to go grab that link and go book a call, and I want to meet you and I want to help you. All right. Moving forward, let's get into today's show. We're gonna talk about the liver. Did you guys know that the liver is the biggest organ, internal organ? So our skin is our biggest organ, but that's external, right? Our liver is the biggest organ internally. And it is also the only organ that if it gets damaged, if parts of the liver gets damaged, it can regrow itself. If you heal it, if you give it what it needs, if you uh, take care of it, all of those things, if you do that, the liver will grow back. And it's the only organ that will do that. And I think that is pretty, pretty amazing. Now, here's some other things. The liver is probably one of the most Crucial organs that we have. Why? Because it's our filtration system. And it is our um, detoxification pathway and our methylation pathway. And it does so with everything that comes in. Water, the food we eat, the alcohol we drink, (laughs) everything has to go through that. Now, here's something I want to share with you. Um, Do you guys know why we can get intoxicated as quickly as as we do? There's a couple reasons for this. But one of the things that can happen with the liver is there's a thing called liver overload. So let's say you go out and you're drinking a lot. Um, the liver has like, let's just look at your palm. So there's five pathways, uh, for the liver and where things go through the filter, detox, methylate. And so what happens is let's say you're drinking alcohol and the same, the same thing happens with sugar overload. So alcohol comes in and the liver's job is to, uh, detox it, methylate it, make it safe. To then go out back out into the body, right? Well, what happens is when we overdo it on the alcohol, what will happen is it will more and more will come in and the liver gets overloaded. And before the liver can detox and methylate everything, some of the alcohol goes back out into the bloodstream. And now that's when you start getting intoxicated because it's too much for the liver to do everything. That's one part of intoxication. The other thing that makes you get intoxicated is alcohol crosses your blood-brain barrier. Not everything, thank God, not everything can cross the blood-brain barrier because we would die if that were to happen But alcohol is one of those things that can cross a blood-brain barrier, and that's why we get intoxicated as well, because it's going into our brain. So overall, alcohol is definitely something that's a toxin, it's a chemical, it's not great for your liver, it's not great for your gut, it's not great for your brain. Now, I'm not telling you that you can't go and have a drink here and there. But one of the things to be aware of is when you have estrogen dominance and alcohol is one of the things that will make estrogen rise. And I've experienced this myself. Like if I if I completely cut out alcohol, I notice a huge difference in my hormones and how I'm feeling and what my body is holding on to. If I bring alcohol back in and I have some drinks and I do it more than what I should be, I can tell a a complete difference in my hormones, how I'm feeling, my energy levels, and I can tell that my estrogen levels go up. There's different ways of knowing that. But if you are someone that is in estrogen dominance and you need to get rid of excess estrogen in your body, then alcohol is one of those things that you either need to cut out for a while or you need to really, really limit it because it's really damaging to the liver and the gut. And it's very, very difficult for your hormones to get balanced, your progesterone and your estrogen, if you're constantly drinking alcohol. Very, very difficult. The same thing can go with uh, overconsumption of sugar. Like if you overconsume sugar and highly processed foods, it's the same idea. So we're not demonizing just alcohol here. We're talking about all the things that everything is, I've talked about this before. It's the dose that makes the difference. It's not always just the product by itself, but it's the dose. Like how much, how often of it are you having? So everything in moderation. And for some people, depending on where you're at with your liver health and your hormone health and your gut health, that moderation has to be honed in even more or someone that has diabetes. Like I have clients that are pre-diabetic. When they're pre-diabetic, we know we have like a come to Jesus moment and we say, okay, this, you're pre-diabetic we need to take care of this and we need to take care of it fast so when that happens they're usually on board where they're like i will do anything to get this down because i don't want to be diabetic so your diet and the things that are like in moderation have to be moderated moderated even more Just because you are already in the danger zone and we want to get you out of the danger zone into a healthy place where then you don't have to be as strict. But if you are in a place where um, you are in that danger zone, then you need to take it really, really seriously, because if not down the road, it's going to get even worse and you're going to have to deal with it even more. And it's gonna be even harder to come back from it. So you wanna think about, hey, I wanna get ahead of the game. If you are someone that has really high cholesterol or has their liver enzymes are really, really bad. I see this quite a bit. The number one thing that you wanna do is really focus in on that and be like, okay, my liver enzymes are just not good right now. We need to take care of the liver, make that your priority. If your cholesterol is really high, you need to make that a priority and be like, what do I need to do to get the the cholesterol levels where they need to be? Usually inflammatory driven. So there's always inflammation happening. If you're pre-diabetic, then that is a, you're in the danger zone of getting diabetes and you want to take care of that before you get to that level because you don't want to have to rely on insulin. And so those are all things that you want to be aware of when you're doing lab work and you get those results back and go, okay, I'm in the danger zone here. What do we need to do to get myself out of the danger zone and into the healing uh, journey so that you don't have to live in that danger zone? Okay. Okay. We're gonna go to our first break here. I know that was a lot of information, but we're gonna go to our first break here. I want you to stay with me here and I want you to to listen to this entire thing because we're gonna dive really, really deep into the liver and more functions of the liver, things that you need to look out for with the liver. And then towards uh, later on towards the end of this show, we're gonna talk about things that you can do at home as well to help support the liver. So don't go anywhere. We're gonna come right back and keep diving into this subject. I'm Lizzie Annes on the I'm Not Fine Show. We'll be right back.
0: We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good. And that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away. So you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern time, 12 p.m. Central time, 11 a.m. Mountain time, and 10 a.m. Pacific time on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email Host at Network.com. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Ends. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program.
1: Welcome back, everyone. We are having a love for the liver episode here today. And I am so, so excited to take you guys even deeper into this journey of the liver and how important it is and its connection to the rest of the body and why it is so important. There's a couple of things that I want you guys to know. If you have an issue with your gallbladder, There's a lot of gallbladder removals that happen that technically don't need to happen or shouldn't need to happen if the liver was taken care of. So there's a direct connection between the gallbladder and the liver. And so if you are someone that is having gallbladder issues, one of the number one things that you want to do is look at the health of the liver and start giving the liver some love, taking care of it and see whether or not you even need to have a gallbladder removal. This can happen all the time because the liver is connected to the bile as well, which comes from the gallbladder. The other thing that the liver is connected to is your cholesterol. So if you have cholesterol issues going on, your cholesterol is really high, specifically your triglycerides and your LDL, which, by the way, I need to do an entire episode on cholesterol because this beast is so connected to so many of our hormones. But it also is very much connected to the liver. And so, if you have gallbladder issues, or I mean, if you have cholesterol issues, if your cholesterol is really, really high, the other thing that you want to consider is your liver. Like, you need to take a look at your liver health in order to help your cholesterol as well. And Most people don't realize or know just how important the liver is. Now, I don't have time to go into everything about the liver and the importance of the liver. So, one of the things that I want to share with you is that my eight week gut course that I have has an entire episode on the liver. And with that, you get a download to um, download and that with homework and steps that you you can take in order to help your liver heal and support it on the daily with certain foods that you're eating and herbs that you're taking in to make sure that your liver is taken care of. Here's an example. If I decide that I'm gonna have a drink, one of the things that I do when I have a drink is I will take something before and I will take something after that's in support to my liver so that I know that my liver is not going to get inflamed and it's not going to be going crazy and it can handle it. I'm supporting it as I'm making this choice so that I don't have the the wide array of effects from the alcohol that I decide to have, because I'll be honest with you, I do have some drinks sometimes, but I want to do it in a smart way where I'm supporting my liver and making sure that my body and my health are taken care of as well. So there's some functions of the liver that you guys need to be aware of. It filters blood, it um, gets rid of chemical compounds, it has two phases of detoxification and then it has methylation. Now here's something that a lot of people don't know. There's phase one and phase two detoxification before you go into methylation. And the methylation is the, the part where people with an MTHFR gene mutation, a very specific one, may have trouble methylating. And methylating is one of the things that's really, really important. It's connected to folate. So if you're taking in a synthetic folic acid, which is a synthetic form of folate. So if you're taking a multivitamin that has folic acid in it instead of folate, that's a synthetic form of folate. What can happen with someone that has an MTHFR mutation is that folic acid actually can't be methylated. So it will just sit there and back up in the body and you can't use it and you can't utilize it. And this could happen with people without the MTHFR gene mutation. But with that being said, it's really, really important to be able to methylate. Here's something that, that you may... I used to think that I was just like really, really sensitive to perfumes, really sensitive to certain deodorants. Or if I was walking down the street and smelled someone's uh, dryer sheets and it's really, really toxic, there's toxins and chemicals, and it's so strong, and I would smell it, I would instantly get a headache. And I thought that it was just because I hadn't used it in so many years. So my body started to like combat it and be like, we don't like it. This is not good for you. But then I found out when I was studying in school, I found out that that's actually a methylation problem. So I found out that I had a methylation problem because I do have an MTHFR gene mutation. And what that means, my specific mutation, what that means is I don't methylate very well and I have to make sure that I'm getting folate so that my body can methylate better. So one of the things to look out, that I look out for on labs, when I'm looking for inflammation markers and see like where you're at, your homocysteine levels are, is a liver enzyme that rises if there's inflammation in the liver. And if the homocysteine levels are high and your B12 levels are low, then the chances of you having MTHFR gene mutation are higher. So those those two are really, really important to know and to look at. But with that being said, there are so many things that you can do for your liver. So you can take a folate supplement, or you can make sure that you're eating folate-rich foods, like broccoli is really rich in folate. So you can make sure that you're getting those types of things. But if you have that methylation problem, then it's really, really important to make sure that you support it and you help it. There are people that I know very specifically that have an MTHFR gene mutation, didn't know that they had an MTHFR gene mutation were put on a specific medication. I don't remember what the medication was, but when they went on this medication and had been on it for a while, this person was either in their 30s or 40s, I don't remember what age, but pretty young, and they ended up having a stroke. And what they found out later on was that she has an MTHFR gene mutation. She didn't know that she had it. But she found out that she had this MTHFRG mutation. And because of that, the medication that she was on, her body couldn't utilize it properly. And therefore, that's what led to the stroke that she ended up having. It's not something to not take seriously. Like you do have to take it seriously. And you can do uh, an MTHFRG mutation swab. Like you can do a test. Like I actually ended up, ordering a kit and I had done mine through 23andMe because it did other things too. But for my son, what I did is I just ordered a kid that has a cheek swap and I was able to find out whether or not my son has the mutation, which he has one of them. So it's really, really good to know, even with your kids, do they have the, the mutation or not? Because as if you if a parent, one parent or if two parents have the mutation, then the chances are really, really high for the kiddo to have it as well. And his dad has a gene mutation as well. So I knew that the chances were pretty high for him to have one. And that's why I got him tested to see, does he have one? So that allows me to hone in on what does he need? What kind of vitamins does he need to support that? Do we need to make sure that he has extra things going or take is taking extra things in to make sure that we support that. So that's something to really, really know and understand whether or not is something that you have or that is happening um, so that you can support your liver better. And there are some other things too, like that you want to be aware of. So like if you have, if you are pre-diabetic or um, you have certain things like that going on, uh, you want to make sure so that you can take care of your liver properly. One of the things to know is your liver sits under your right rib. So you can cuff your hand and put it under your right rib, get under your right rib. And if you do that and it's tender and it's sore, then that's also telling you, hey, My liver needs some love and you can you can massage your liver and give it some love just by massaging it. And then you can do other things as well, which is what I'll get into a little bit later on some things that you can do at home in order to help your liver. But more extensively, you're going to get a lot more of that information on what you can do very specifically. If you go and grab my gut course and you go through that, you're going to be able to learn more extensively what you can do for your gut as well. But I'm still going to give you some tips as well to make sure that you have some takeaways so that you can go and start giving your liver some love. Estrogen is very, like I mentioned earlier, estrogen is very, very much connected to your liver as well. So if you are someone that has estrogen dominance, then, you want to take care of your liver. You want to make sure that you're helping the liver detox. And there are people that argue that the liver will just detox on its own in the medical field. There are. I've had people tell me, like, you don't need to give your liver any, any anything at all. Nothing extra. The liver will do its job. And while I would like to believe that that's true, the, the fact of the matter is it's not. Because if it were true, then we wouldn't be having people with fatty liver disease and we wouldn't be having people that are having low or high liver enzymes and having all these hormone issues and these thyroid issues because the liver is getting overloaded. So the liver will do its job if we give it what it needs as far as food goes, hydration, sleep, taking care of it. But sometimes when it's an overload, it literally can't keep up and then it gets damaged. And then we have to go through a liver cleanse or a liver detox in order to get it to be able to function without having to take the things. So I hope that that makes sense for you guys. Okay, we're going to go to our next break, but... I want you to hang with me here because we're going to continue to dive deeper into the love of the liver, and I'm going to give you more information on things that you can do as well. So please don't go anywhere. I'm Lizzie Jens on the I'm Not Fine Show. We'll be right back.
0: We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good, and that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away. So you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone, to the
1: episode of the liver of love. I'm loving this, this uh, episode today because the importance of the liver is so incredibly crucial for hormonal harmony, like if you want to really, really support your overall health, your thyroid, your hormones, your gut, your lymphatic system, the liver is the most important thing to take a look at. Before we get into more of the liver, I just want to send another gentle reminder about my group program that launches September 11th. It's going to be a week after Labor Day. I wanted to wait until Labor Day is over, which that's this weekend. Um. But we're going to start September 11th, you can book a call with me to find out more information about it. And let me know what's going on with you. I want to get to know you. I don't bring people in that feel like it's not a right fit. Either they may not feel like it's a right fit, it's not what they're looking for. Or I may be like, listen, I don't think this is the right fit for you. And I will refer you to someone else that might be a good fit. But with that being said, I limit it to 10 women and we do a really, really deep dive on your health and get you feeling better. We want to have you feeling better and amazing for the holidays and to end the year strong because this is going to take you through the end of the year. So go grab that link in the show notes. If this is something that you're needing, wanting, and are ready to dive in, we can do a consultation. And then get you going. Okay, let's get back to the liver. I want to talk a little bit about uh, the liver and how the liver can be the root cause of many, many health conditions. And this is why the liver is so important because when we look at root causes in the functional field, we talk about root causes, getting to the root of your health problems. The liver is part of that. So what can what are some things that the health of the liver, poor health of the liver can lead to, or what can cause the liver. I've already talked about a few of them, like too much sugar, too many simple carbohydrates. Those things can stress the liver. Overeating can stress the liver because remember how I talked about the alcohol and the sugar? It's not just those things, but remember how I talked about how those things can come in And if there's too much of it, it'll go back out into the bloodstream before the liver can actually do its job to filter it and to detox, go through the pathways and methylate and all that. Um, That's what overeating just in general can do as well because it's too much for the liver to handle, which is why some people... And when they overeat, let's say you like go out to a buffet and you eat like three full plates of food and you're like, I could have had one, but like, I wanted two more because the food was so good. And then you go home and you're like in a food coma, like miserably or Thanksgiving. Like, let's talk about Thanksgiving. People put themselves in a food coma on Thanksgiving. Like, I haven't done that in years because I hate feeling like that, but that's part of it. It's just overeating, and then it puts stress on the liver and your digestive system, and now you're in a food coma because everything because the things are, like, going back into your bloodstream, and your body's like, oh, I can't handle this. I need a nap. <laughs> um, enzyme deficiency. If you have an enzyme deficiency, it can be due to the health of the liver, and I see a lot of enzyme deficiencies in my clients. Drugs will affect the liver, so like if you're on medications or antibiotics or um, recreational things, residue from, let's say you were someone that had to be on chemotherapy for cancer, that can put a lot of stress on the liver. So it's not like we're saying, hey, don't get chemo or anything like that. If you're someone that has cancer and you need to, you know, take chemotherapy for that, it's not what we're saying. But if you are on chemotherapy, or have gone through that, and you haven't done anything to like really support the liver, then that's something that you would want to consider is, hey, my liver took a hit here. Let me take care of it because I went through that. obviously, I talked about alcohol, like how that can cause inflammation on the liver, too many toxins, so when I'm talking about toxins, I'm talking about things that are like heavy metals, fluorides, pesticides. All of those things can stress the liver. So that's when you want to think about what is in your water. Like what type of water are you drinking? What type of water are you showering and bathing with? Like, because remember your skin is your biggest organ on the outside and what you put on it and what you shower with and what you bathe in. Those are, there's things in there, in that water, if it's not filtered properly that you can absorb, and that the liver still has—it still has to go through the filtration of the liver. So those are—that's th- why, like, the products that we use on our skin are so so important because we—the body still has to digest it. That's why, like, when you do, think about the same things. Like, I teach people how to do casserole packs. You can do a casserole pack for your liver, by the way, which is really, really amazing. You can do castor oil pack for your the health of your liver because castor oil helps like pull out the inflammation and castor oil is really, really in healing. And so like, I use castor oil packs for the liver. I have people use castor oil packs for endometriosis, for PMS, like if they're pre-period and they're bloated or painful, anything like that. You can use castor oil for a lot of things. I actually just recently had a friend that had a um, an ankle injury and it was really, really inflamed. And what I had her do was take a, cloth, a cotton cloth and put some casserole on it and just like wrapped it around. And what it does is it helps pull out the inflammation and casserole is really, really healing. So I actually used to take when I was in my like in the depth of my healing journey of my gut, I used to take my body lotion that I would use and I would mix it with castor oil and then like put that on my skin. And it's amazing. Uh, Castor oil is like like one of those like skin superfoods. Like you use it on your skin like some people use it on their hair and. And they'll do like a castor oil hair treatment. A friend of mine is doing this and her hair is like growing like crazy. It's pretty messy. So I haven't tried it, but I've heard really good things about it. I just haven't like bit the bullet and actually done it because I feel like (laughs) I feel like um, you got to commit to it. Like you really got to commit to it. Lack of exercise forces the liver to do more elimination that should be regulated through the lungs and the skin. So like, think about sweating. So if you're going to a sauna, you're helping your lymphatic system drain or uh, yes, drain and get rid of things. If you're working out and you're sweating, you're helping the skin and your body get rid of things that you want to get rid of. You're not just sweating to like burn calories. You're sweating to help your body also get rid of things, right? If you're not doing any of those kinds of things, it's also harder on the liver because now the liver has to work harder to um, detox and work through everything. So when you're exercising, you're sweating, when you're doing the sauna, even yoga, there are certain poses in yoga that can be really healing for the liver. When you're doing all of those things, you're also helping your liver, Because you're helping your detox pathway and it's very, very healing. So those are all things that you want to be aware of and why the lifestyle that we have and we create and what we do on a day-to-day basis, that's why that is so important because you're helping your liver. And as you guys have heard me talk about this, how your liver is connected To your cholesterol, your liver is connected to your hormones, your estrogen, your glycogen, your insulin. Your liver is connected to so many things, and so your lifestyle and what you do on a day-to-day basis is part of helping your liver overall—not just your liver, but we're talking about the love for the liver today. So I'm going to hound it on the liver today because that's what it's doing. And remember, I said. Your liver is the most important organ when it comes to overall health as far as what the role of the liver is and how much it is connected to the rest of your organs in the body. So keep that in mind when you're thinking about the liver. Okay. So what can you do? There's a few things that you want to think about what you can do environmentally like what you want to think about what kind of products are you using that may over be overloading your liver like what kind of laundry detergent are you using what kind of soaps in the showers and the bath are you using what kind of cleaning supplies are you using those are all things that if they're really heavy in chemicals and toxins they're gonna to overload the liver and then when that happens, then now you have a downstream ripple effect of your hormones and your thyroid. And if you are someone that has Hashimoto's like an autoimmune disease like Hashimoto's, those things are even more detrimental. So it's all of those things that that are connected and make such a big difference. The other thing you wanna think about is what are you cooking with? Like, are you cooking with nonstick pans that have the chemicals on them? And every time you're cooking it, Now that's getting on your foods, especially if a nonstick pan has a scratch on it, you've just opened the surface of chemicals. And now that's seeping into your food and then you're eating it. And now your body has to try to get rid of it. I see people sometimes with really high heavy metals in their body and they need to do a heavy metal detox. And one of the things that we look at is what are they cooking with? Are they using nonstick pans that exposes them to heavy metals? The other thing that we look at is what kind of water filtration system do they have? Do you have a really good water filtration system? And I'm sorry to tell you this, but the water filtration system in your refrigerator is probably not enough, nor is your Brita water filtration pitcher or a container, whatever you have. they Those things filter out the minimum, the base of what you want to filter out. But it's not enough. So if you live in a city, like recently I noticed, I live in the city and recently I noticed that the water in the bathroom, like when I'm brushing my teeth, I could smell the chlorine which meant the city went in and like did another like whatever flush or thing that they do to keep the water, you know, usable. They did another dose of that. And then I could smell the chlorine more. I'm really, really thankful that I use a very specific water filter. It's on my countertop and um, it filters all of the things out. Honestly, the best water I've ever had, and I hate drinking any other water, even when I'm out, because it just doesn't taste the same. Your water matters so much. So there are things that you can do to combat some of that. But if you can, if you can get your water at a really good place, then that's awesome too. You can also get um, the Berkey shower filter heads that the shower filters that attach onto the head of your shower. You can do that. I've had clients do that and see massive results in their skin and their health. Um, There's also a hook on that you can do like on your faucet that will filter it. Or I have one that looks like a little bowl and it hooks onto my shower head when I, or my bathtub head, when I take a bath or when my son takes a bath and we just hang it on there and the water filters through that filter. And now we don't have to worry that we're sitting in a bunch of chlorine and fluoride and stuff like that when we're taking a bath. So those are all things that you want to be aware of. Okay, we're going to go to our next break here. But when we come back, I'm going to talk about some herbs and things that you can do in order to help support your liver and help heal your liver. So don't go anywhere because... This is crucial. You're going to want to know this and you don't want to miss out. All right. I'm Lizzie Ants on the I'm Not Fine Show. We'll be right back.
0: We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good. And that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Ends. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Lizzie at UndietYourself.live. Now back to the program. Okay, you guys, we are back
1: and we are still talking about the love for the liver, and we have really dove into so many things about the liver, which you guys are going to like really love because if you put this into practice and you pay attention to this, it's going to change your life. Um, Before we continue on with uh, how to support your liver a little bit more at home, I want to remind you next week's show is going to be the fundamental role of enzymes for optimal health. And I actually talked about this earlier in the show today, how I see a lot of people with an enzyme deficiency. So we're going to do a really big deep dive on enzymes next week. So you're going to want to tune in for that one. Okay, we're going to talk about how do we support the liver? There are a few herbs that you can use on a daily or whenever you feel like you want to go have a drink or you're overeating, whatever it is. But there are some herbs that are really, really good to help the detoxification of the liver. Number one, milk Milk thistle is one of those ones that's like a go-to. It's easy. You can drink it in a tea, you can te- get it in a capsule, you can get it in a tincture, but it's really really easy, but that's one of the top ones that will help support the detoxification of your liver. Burdock root is another one of my favorites. I love a blend of milk thistle and burdock because I know that they both support the liver really, really well. So those are two herbs that are really, really good. Um, There are some some uh, vitamins and foods as well. So vitamins and minerals are that are really, really good too. are like your vitamin A's and vitamin B's selenium are all really, really good for the liver. I love getting vitamin A's and B's from really good grass fed meats or well caught fish, uh, beef liver is really really good for all of your B vitamins and your vitamin A, so that's a really good one. Uh, Cruciferous vegetables are really good to help support the liver detoxification. Um, citrus thing, uh, foods, particularly like the the rinds of, the, of a lemon. When you take the lemon and you like shave the rinds of it, there's a very specific vitamin and nutrient in there that's very supportive of the liver. So when when you see a chef, you know, take that lemon and like grate the outside of it, you're supporting your liver by having those things. Blueberries, vitamin C, I can berries, which are actually called wolf berries. I personally haven't had those, but golden berries, I have had and those are really supportive and then something called camel um, camel is a really natural form of vitamin C that's really, really good for the liver as well. So those are some things that you can bring in diet wise to help support the liver. Now, a couple other things that we talked about was the sweating. So I already talked, they told you like, hey. Sweating is really, really good for your liver and your detoxification system. But the other thing that I want to let you know is pooping. Like if you're not pooping daily, your liver is is in overload as well. So when you eliminate, you're detoxing. You're getting rid of things that don't belong in your body anymore. So if you're constipated and you're not going every day, like that's a problem because now the liver has more stress. So you want to make sure that your um, digestive system and that you're able to go to the bathroom every day and you pooping every day. We're just going to plain and simple. I'm not shy about talking about pooping. So you want to make sure that you support that. I want to tell you a little bit through food, how you can support your body with the third phase, which is methylation. There's three parts. Do phase one, phase two detoxification, and then there's methylation. And the number one thing that will help support your methylation is choline. And choline, your very best source of choline is going to come from your eggs and specifically your egg yolks. And no, eggs will not just automatically raise your cholesterol. So if you have a high cholesterol and you're like, well, I can't eat, I can't eat eggs for my liver to support the methylation because it's the cholesterol, that's a myth. Eggs don't just automatically like raise your cholesterol. They're actually really good for you. The second best thing is liver. So if you're taking like a beef liver capsule or eating beef liver, that's really, really good to help the methylation. I actually take a beef liver capsule almost daily. Actually, I take more than one. But I take it almost daily for several reasons. I want all the B vitamins that are in it. I want the fat soluble vitamin A that's in it. And I want the choline that's in it. I want the things that are in there to support my liver and my entire body. So uh, a non-genetically modified soy lethutin, um is another one that's really, really good with choline. That's something that for some people that can't handle eggs, you can do a non-GMO soy lecithin. And that will help with the methylation. Avocados have a little bit of choline in there, but not as high as like your eggs and your liver and your soy lecithin. And then your B vitamins, like I mentioned before, are critical for the methylation pathway. And I'm not a big fan of a, um, a B complex, to be honest. Personally, I would rather it would be coming from a more of a food source. So when I'm looking for uh, someone that needs to bump up their B vitamins and get a really good B vitamin in, I'm always looking for to go to the beef liver route first before I bring in a methylated B12 or B complex supplement. I'm just a really, really big fan of getting it from the beef liver first because it has the vitamin A unit that you need as well. And then the one that I use has copper in it too, and it helps you um, like recycle your iron better as well. Um, And then it can also help with your iron levels. So if you are low in iron, you can also take a a really good beef liver capsule and do it very strategically to get your, uh, see if it can help get your iron up. That is the love for the liver or the love of the liver um, show. This was so much fun. And I just want to thank you guys for hanging out here. One of the things that I want you to do is if you are loving this show and you're appreciating what I'm sharing with you and what you're getting from it, because sometimes people tell me like I listen to all the shows that you put out there. Here's what I want you to do. Whatever platform you're on, if you're on the Inspired Choices Network app, if you are on Spotify, if you are on YouTube, if you are on Apple, wherever you are, I want you to review the show. I want you to leave me a review and uh, let me know what your thoughts are. Let me know how you're liking it. Let me know and then share this with your friends, share it with your family, post it on social media on Instagram I'm on TikTok now too and you can tag me in those so that I know that you guys are loving it enjoying it and sharing it so I will see you guys back here next week I'm Lizzie Jens, your host on the I'm not fine show
0: thank you for listening to the I'm not fine show Lizzie Ends returns Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, have the best week of your life by making choices that take you from feeling fine to feeling amazing.